Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day. Whom you will serve. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day, whom you will serve. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing with our new series called The Blessing of the Lord, dot, dot, dot. And you have to finish out that sentence. We find it in Proverbs 10, 22, which says, The blessing of the Lord, are you ready, makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. This word rich, the original Hebrew word means to become rich, to make rich, and to gain riches. You see, The blessing of the Lord enables one to become rich or to make rich or to gain riches. And as we spoke yesterday, there is a part on us. Some of it is faithfulness and obedience and commitment. But the major part is we have to believe it. You see, the promises of God aren't automatic to anyone. Oh, of course, they're paid for in full. But we have to believe we receive. All the promises of God are yes and amen. But the signs only follow those who believe. That's why not everyone is saved, because you have to believe to be saved. That's why not everybody is filled with the Holy Spirit and speaks with tongues, because you have to believe in that. And that's why not everybody lays hands on the sick for them to recover, because these signs follow them that believe. And prosperity, or the blessing of the Lord, is the same thing. The question someone might ask is, if prosperity is true, why isn't everybody blessed? Why isn't everybody rich? Because this promise, like all the others, follow those who believe. You must believe in that promise in order to receive that promise. Some people believe the Lord wants them poor. Some people believe the Lord wants them sick. But none of that's true. And that's why even though the Lord wants everyone saved, not everyone is saved. So the blessing of God follows those who believe. I'd like to read Joshua chapter 1 verses 6 through 8. It says, Be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded, and do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. And verse 8, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. You see, we have to meditate in the word. We have to understand it. We have to get it into our heart and believe it before it will come to pass. This is why even Jesus could do no mighty works in one town because of their unbelief. But where does the riches and the prosperity from God come from? Philippians 4.19 says, And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. It'll come from the treasuries of heaven. 
Listen, Proverbs 10.22, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. And as I said yesterday, it's a generational blessing from Abraham, and we need to believe God for it. It's a promise from him. We don't work for it, but it does give us the power to gain wealth that we may establish his kingdom on the earth. Why is the message of Christian prosperity so frowned upon? Why is it such a negative message? Well, let's go back to the word blessing in Hebrew, the blessing of the Lord. That's the Hebrew word barak. And it means the state of prosperity or happiness that comes when a superior bestows his favor or blessing on one. And in most passages, the one bestowing the favor is God himself. You see, I'm intentionally believing. Well, I'm not working for it, but I believe I receive. As Proverbs 10.22 says in the Amplified Version, the blessing of the Lord, it makes truly rich, and he adds no sorrow with it, neither does toiling increase it. The blessing is an enablement. It's a strength to produce. We spoke yesterday on Deuteronomy 8.18 in the Message Bible. It says, well, think again. Remember that God, your God, gave you the strength to produce all this wealth so as to confirm the covenant that he promised to your ancestors as it is today. This blessing has to do with generation. It starts with the fathers all the way back to our father Abraham. The inheritance comes from our father through the seed of the word. As the Living Bible says, always remember that it is the Lord your God who gives you the power to become rich, and he does it to fulfill his promise to your ancestors. And we discussed yesterday that it all started in the garden. Genesis 1.28, then God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. The blessing is the enablement to produce children and wealth in order to take dominion and establish God's kingdom on the earth. The Believer's Study Bible concerning Proverbs 10.22 says, the blessing of the Lord not chance or labor gives the increase. This blessing found in the path of obedience is completely by grace from the hand of the loving Heavenly Father. James 1.17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. As I said yesterday, nothing just happens by chance. It's always cause and effect. It's sowing and reaping. It's giving and receiving. It's believing and receiving. Let's read Mark eleven twenty two through 24. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he'll have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. Concerning the blessing of the Lord and the prosperity of God, we need to believe that we receive. Say this after me. Whatever things I ask for when I pray, if I believe that I receive them, I will have them. I like the story in Luke chapter 8, verses 22 through 25. Now it happened on a certain day that he got into a boat with his disciples and he said to them, let us cross over to the other side of the lake. And they launched out. But as they sailed, he fell asleep, and a windstorm came down on the lake. And they were filling with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. 
Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was a calm. But he said to them, are you ready for this? He said to them, where's your faith? Now I'm thinking, where's your faith? Uh, hmm, what a question to ask them as the boat is filling with water. He was really saying, do you believe that you receive? Well, we must believe that we receive. You see, everything in the kingdom of God is by faith. All the promises are by faith. Romans 4.16 gives us the process. It says, therefore, it is a faith that it might be according to grace so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who's the father of us all. Think about it. It's equal for every one of us. It doesn't matter where we're from. doesn't matter what our education is. doesn't matter how smart we are or what kind of family or city we've come from or what kind of environment. You see, all the promises of God are by faith. It is of faith that it might be according to grace. Why? So that the promise might be sure to everyone, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who's the father of us all. All the promises of God are yes and amen, but again, it's of faith according to grace. It takes our faith to believe in the grace of God. Salvation is by faith. Ephesians 2.8 says, For by grace you've been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Prosperity works the same way. Healing is by faith. It says that in Mark chapter 5, verse 34. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. You see, in order for prosperity to work in our lives, we need faith to sow and reap, to give and receive, to intentionally sow and intentionally reap. We must believe that we receive. Deuteronomy 29 and 9 says, Therefore keep the words of this covenant and do them that you may prosper in all that you do. Oh yes, it is God's will that we prosper. And be in health even as our soul prosper. We'll read that scripture in a little bit. In Proverbs 10.22, let's read it again. It's a powerful scripture. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. And he adds no sorrow with it. This word rich means to become rich, to make rich, and to gain riches. The blessing of the Lord. Now, think about this. It's the blessing of the Lord that enables one to become rich, to make rich, and to gain riches. That's the original Hebrew. And what is our part? Our part is faith, obedience, commitment, and to believe that we receive. Joshua chapter 1, verses 6 through 8. Be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you, and do not turn from it to the right hand to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. Meditate in it, that you may observe to do according to all that is written, in. for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Why meditate in the word of the blessing? So we can receive. God wants us to receive. And where will it come from? Well, it will come from his riches and glory by Christ Jesus, which is what we read in Philippians 4.19. Let me read you the Amplified version of that. He says, And my God will liberally supply, fill to the full your every need, according to his riches and glory, by Christ Jesus. 
and Psalm 35, 27. Let those who favor my righteous cause and have pleasure in my uprightness shout for joy and be glad and say continually, let the Lord be magnified who takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. God has pleasure in our prosperity. He wants us to be rich, but it's going to take our faith. Just the same way he wants us to be saved, just the same way as he wants us to be filled, just the same way as he wants us to have victory in our lives. Third John 2 says it very clearly. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. Where is it coming from? It's coming from the treasuries of heaven. How? By our faith and his grace. You can't work for it. It's a blessing from God. Listen to Psalm 112. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Unto the upright there arises light and darkness. He is gracious, full of compassion and righteous. A good man deals graciously and lends. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he will never be shaken. The righteous will be in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. We're out of time, so tomorrow we'll begin right where we left off. Be blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.